what's the what's the voice rehearsing thing when you were voiced? Make sure my voice works. All right, here we go. So, Brad, we're together. Uh, we might as well talk about Do More Faster, second edition, which we just released. We can do a little bonus episode and throw it out on the Give First channel. Bonus episode time. Bonus episode alert. Pretty awesome. Uh, Do More Faster is a book that Brad and I wrote in 2010, and the second edition is totally updated for 2019. Uh, we've got, I don't know, a couple thousand copies uh, here in our office to, to you know deal with, but they're in bookstores too. We saw them in uh, Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon. It's now out there. People can get it and enjoy it, I hope. Some early updates to it is instead of the cover being blue, the cover is now green. Genius. Fitting into the Techstars branding. And it weighs like uh, twice as much as the original book because it's just, it's heavy. But it's, I, it's heavier paper or something also. It's definitely deep knowledge that weighs a lot. Weighty, weighty material, Brad. Heavy knowledge. That is some heavy knowledge. I also just noticed I'm staring at the cover. The S in Techstars is no longer capitalized. That was a big change. Second edition, what we did is we took the book, Do More Faster, from 2010, I think it came out that year, and uh, spent some time this year and refreshed it uh, all new for 2019. So it's got a lot of the same stories, but updated, you know, things that have happened to uh, the people that wrote the stories or the companies in the stories, a little bit newer information mixed in with some some new concepts, but general same structure that we had before, just really modernized for what we've learned in the last nine years. Yeah, we also did a, uh, a pretty good job of refreshing up all the, I mean, you, you talk about sort of what happened, but also all the stories about Techstars and sort of where Techstars is today when, you know, when we wrote the book, Techstars is only really a couple of years old. And, you know, today Techstars is what, 117 years old or something like that, uh, or 12 years old. A lot of the things that we've learned along the way, we've been able to weave into different places in the book uh, in terms of a few of the anecdotes, along with some new appendices talking about where Techstars has gone. What really amazed me is as we were going through and editing it, you know, it would say something that was at that time current, like, you know, we have three locations for the accelerators and then we had to update it and say, you know, 45 or whatever. So it just sort of tremendous growth in the platform that was throughout the book that we had to update. But I thought, you know, stories from from people like Isaac at, at SendGrid, right? He was able to sort of add that perspective all the way up through and, and post the IPO, which obviously when he was originally in the book, uh, the company was less than a year old. So totally different perspective, but same learning that we get from him. Yeah, I think for people that didn't read the first edition, we broke it up into a handful of themes. Uh, the first was idea and vision. Uh, the second was people. Then we had a theme called working effectively, uh, including a chapter that is one of my favorites called uh, Don't Suck at Email uh, by David Cohen, uh, his his uh, email tricks. Theme four was on product, then a theme on fundraising. Uh, then we had a theme on legal and structure. And finally, a theme which I think originally was called work-life balance that we've updated to work-life harmony because I no longer like the word or the phrase work-life balance. I much prefer the idea of harmony instead of balance because I just don't ever think you get into balance. And for me, when I remember sort of going back through the first edition and thinking about whether we'd want to reorganize it in some way. I, I really felt that we, we landed pretty well on those seven themes and sort of organizing the, now there's 83 chapters. So relatively short, two, two to five page anecdotes from a number of authors, uh, including plenty of people around the Techstar system, but also some people outside the Techstar system. 
I agree. I thought we kind of nailed it on the structure of the book, um, especially, you know, it, it's it's valuable for people that aren't first-time entrepreneurs. But if you're really, you know, first time you're kind of getting into starting a company, it's it's really well organized from that perspective. But as you said, lots of little stories, so easy to flip around and find the thing that's relevant to what's going on today. Yeah. I mean, we... Uh, we we amusingly remember amusing is probably the wrong word. We terrifyingly remember the very first exit from TechStars, which was a company called uh, Social Thing. That uh, one of the founders was Matt Galligan, and he wrote a chapter called "To 83B or Not to 83B." There is no question. And if you don't know what an 83B is, if you're a listener out there, um, read this chapter. And if you do know what an 83B is. You could imagine the drama that ensued in the very first acquisition of a company had gone through Techstars when we realized the founders hadn't signed uh, their 83B elections. And Matt does a, a great job sort of of his own, you know, making fun of himself in the process of, of the mistake, but then being very clear about sort of what the implications of that was. So all the chapters are things that, that we hear a lot around Techstars. One of the ones that I always... Still say, I feel like every day is usage is like oxygen for ideas. Uh, Matt Mullenweg, who his company WordPress was, I think, bought the second or third uh, company that exited out of Techstars. Now there's been a couple hundred, but in the early days, right, uh, Matt came by and ended up buying Intense Debate pretty early on for WordPress. But that concept of, you know, get it out there and use it is something I find myself still talking to founders about every day instead of trying to make it perfect. Um, you got to get it in the hands of customers to learn anything. It's a great chapter that I always remember. Yeah, you know, on the financing front, if you want to know what three things seed investors care about, Jeff Clavier has the answer for you in chapter 61. Uh, in chapter 67, uh, Jason Mendelson, uh, one of my partners at Foundry Group, has the canonical story on how to get help with your term sheet. And of course, Jason and I end up writing a book called Venture Deals that came out about two years later. And um, uh, I won't credit that chapter as being the seed for it, but it probably helped Jason get excited about the idea of putting it together. People have told us they really enjoyed the book, and that's why we spent the time to update it. I know it's in use at a bunch of business schools and you know, shows up on a lot of the top 20 uh, startup books, which is really an honor uh, to see those kind of things. And hopefully, you know, this refreshed one is, is even more fun than the first one. So hopefully you can go pick it up. Uh, you can get it at the usual places on your Kindle uh, from Amazon. Barnes and Noble. There's lots of displays at Barnes and Noble. People are sending me pictures of, of displays that are, I think, in Chicago. I saw one. So that's fun as well. But hopefully you can pick it up and let us know what you think. David, I love being a co-author with you. It makes me happy. I wish I could say the same, Brad. It's a, a no, no, it's fun. It, I, I liked it. I, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing on your credibility to a large extent. So I, I, I think it's pretty awesome. Well, for the benefit of history, this, this was the very first book uh, I, I wrote. And I uh, often talk talk to people that are thinking about writing a book and tell the story of how we wrote this book and really how we learned how to write a book as a result of working together, but also, you know, working with uh, a great editor at Wiley, uh, Bill Fallon, who really sort of helped us understand what needed to be done to take a bunch of random things that we'd written and talked about and thought about and configure them into a book that uh, is really useful. Yep. Casey said, let's talk for 10 minutes and we've done that. But hey, you know, we're in charge here. Uh, we have the mic so we can go longer. I was just going to say that we we locked up in uh, your, your house. Uh, where was that? Up in the mountains somewhere, hid away and like 
crank for like a full week uh, to finally get this book moving. And uh, that's kind of what it takes. You got to, there's a lot of work over a long period of time, but you need those intense periods. And I think uh, I've seen you do that a lot since then. When I was in Alaska, sort of at the end of the whole process, so this was after we'd written everything and we're now dealing with the final submission, we split up the work in the final submission. And I remember sitting at my table in my, uh, in my, kitchen in Alaska, sort of grinding through, just formatting all of these last couple of stories. And you were running around getting releases signed by everybody. And uh, I remember us both sort of whining to the other about what we were having to do at this uh, at the very last part. And what I've realized, having now written a bunch of books, is that that ending process, the excruciating tedium of just trying to get the damn thing done, is just part of writing a book. Yeah, but still, everyone sends you the email with the one typo in the book. And, and there are seven in this book, so hopefully people will find them. Yeah, seven. Good luck finding them. Circle them in red. Enjoy the book, everybody. See you next time. And don't forget to always give first. 